This episode is brought to you by EarthBreeze, the one New Year's resolution I've ever been able to stick to. It's completely transformed my laundry experience. Gone are the big, heavy plastic jugs, the measuring out of detergent every time. All I do is grab an EarthBreeze wash sheet. All I do is grab an EarthBreeze eco sheet. It looks just like a dryer sheet, except it's slightly less dry. It's ultra concentrated detergent. I throw it in the wash and that's it. Never think about it again. Laundry comes out great, clean, fresh smelling, no harmful chemicals or bleaches or dyes or anything in there. If you want to change up your laundry game this year, right now my listeners can get started with EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash drilled, that's E-A-R-T-H-B-R-E-E-Z-E dot com slash drilled for 40% off your subscription. Hey, Drilled listeners, some of you may know that I co-host another climate-related podcast. It's called Hot Take. I co-host it with Mary Anais Hegler, and we talk about climate coverage, how the climate story is unfolding, where there are gaps in the coverage, where there are interesting new trends, all of that kind of stuff. This week, we looked at the New York Times story on the new narrative the GOP has come up with, which is roughly... Oh, you think quarantine is bad? Just wait till the Democrats get to climate policy. We get into how that narrative came about, why it's working in some cases, and what can be done to wrestle the story back. This is a quick little bonus episode that Hot Take is doing in between seasons, and it was sent out to our newsletter subscribers earlier this month. If you're interested in this kind of analysis of climate coverage, check out Hot Take the podcast and Hot Take the newsletter. There will be links in the show notes. In the meantime, hope you enjoy this conversation. New Year's resolutions are almost destined to fail. I resolve almost every year to work less, and we all know it's not going to (laughs) happen. But one thing I have been able to stick to, and you can too, is switching up the way you do laundry in 2024 and grabbing Earth Breeze. I know you're thinking laundry is not so fun. Those huge, heavy plastic jugs measuring out the right amount, getting goo all over the place. It's annoying. Earth Breeze Eco Sheets totally changed the game. Unlike powder or liquid, EarthBreeze actually looks like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra concentrated laundry detergent. And it's super easy. You just throw it into your laundry and that's it. There's no measuring, there's no lugging anything around. Your laundry comes out clean, it smells great. I love it. It's genuinely made my life easier. It's also dermatologist tested, hypoallergenic, free of bleach and dyes, so it's perfect for every load. You'll never run out of detergent again thanks to EarthBreeze's easy, flexible subscription. You can adjust, pause, or cancel at any time with no hidden fees or penalties, and you save a whopping 40% when you subscribe. Plus, shipping is always free, and Eco Sheets are packaged in a slim cardboard envelope that saves a ton of space. 
It also gets rid of one more plastic thing in your life. And the company has donated over a hundred million loads of laundry and counting to those in need. Right now, my listeners can get started with Earth Breeze and save 40%. 40, 40. Go to earthbreeze.com slash drilled. That's E-A-R-T-H-B-R-E-E-Z-E.com slash drilled for 40% off your subscription. Hi, it's Amy here, and I'm excited to tell you about a new podcast from APM Studios and Western Sounds called Ripple. Such a good idea, this show. In the aftermath of major disasters, there is always a swarm of media attention. The public is captivated by breaking news, there's coverage and controversy, and then the cameras and the public just move on. But the stories are not finished. Ripple is a new series investigating the stories we were told were over. In season one, the reporting team traveled hundreds of miles across the Gulf Coast to learn the ongoing effects of the 2010 Deepwater Horizon oil spill, which are still impacting many coastal residents more than a decade later. You can listen now to Ripple wherever you get your podcasts. to Hot Take, the podcast where we tackle the climate crisis and the climate conversation. I'm Amy Westervelt. And I'm Mariani Hegler. This is one of our between season bonus episodes. As you know, we just wrapped up season one. And so in between, we're just going to be dropping little bonus episodes and we're going to keep them short. This is what we're calling a coffee break episode. And yes, we're literally drinking coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take just a few minutes to dig into a story that we think is important. Yeah. Amy, what kind of coffee are you drinking? Um, I have like a really over the top coffee setup at my house because oh, really? I drink a lot of coffee and I live in the middle of nowhere, so it's not like <laughs> I can like get good coffee elsewhere. Ah, so you were so, prepared for coffee during a pandemic, I see. I was, I was. Yeah, I have like a full on like barista operation in my okay, house. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm drinking an Americano that I made oh, myself. Fuck you. <laughs> Remind me never to ask you that again. Okay, so I'm sitting over here with my little Chemex. Um, there's like a six hey, cup Chemex. Chemex is great. It's great. Chemex is Chemex. great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I have the six cup one. It's just me. It's just it me. Get, and I've, Does it get, um, how do you keep it warm? This is always my, like, dilemma with the, the Chemex. It's like the first oh, cup is delicious and then it gets Yeah. Warm. Yeah, see, the thing is, it's not about the temperature of the coffee. It's about the dimensions of your imagination. So (laughs) anyway, I'm drinking room temperature coffee right now and I feel fine (laughs) about my choices because we can't all have a barista situation in our house. I know. Um, It's it's insane. It's truly insane. I should like post, I'm going to post a picture of it to the newsletter so you guys can really appreciate the ridiculousness of my coffee set. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Anyway, so we're drinking coffee and yeah. we're going to talk about this article that came out in the New York Times last week on May 7th. Um, it's by Lisa Friedman. The title is The GOP Coronavirus Message is that Economic Crisis is a Green New Deal Preview. So yeah. we thought that this was important enough to merit a conversation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, ready? Let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So I guess um, I'll just start by reading um, a couple of passages from this article that really struck me. Yeah. Um, Okay. So over the past two months, Republican lawmakers, the Trump campaign, and conservative outlets have hammered the themes that Democrats are more interested in climate change than reviving the economy, that Mr. Biden and environmental groups are seeking to exploit the pandemic to push a radical green agenda, and that the economic fallout of COVID-19 is a preview of life under ambitious climate change policies. They have also labeled virtually every climate change effort as part of the Green New Deal, an ambitious plan championed by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York and Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, both Democratic Socialists, whether they are part of the proposal or not. Still, Republicans said they saw political opportunity as progressives work to persuade Mr. Biden to accept more ambitious climate change policies. I think the Democrats have to be careful, said John Feehery, a Republican strategist. The number one issue coming out of this pandemic is going to be the economy, and people don't have a whole lot of patience for climate stuff if you don't have a job. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you know the excerpt is done. Um, Yeah. Okay, so I found this story um, not... Not the story. I don't mean like to, we're not critiquing the reporter or the writing or the storytelling of this, but the actual story that's being told here is Mm -hmm. so frustrating to me because I think this is the result of what happens when, you know, the pandemic takes hold and everybody's like, now's not the time to talk about climate. Because if you leave the narrative on the floor and let other people shape it, guess what? This is where you wind up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I think that, um, you know, it's 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 also just it's infuriating to me how good the Republicans are at messaging and how bad the Democrats are. Uh, Like you saw the Republican. It's like in the lead up to going into negotiating the covid-19 stimulus packages, Mitch McConnell was already accusing Democrats of quote unquote, pushing a Green New Deal, as were all these like right wing think tanks that were taking out ads on social media. I mean, this was like in February, March, they were doing this. And like, and it was like, none of the I mean, the the idea, first of all, Nancy Pelosi doesn't even support the Green New Deal. And and Joe Biden has only (laughs) loosely embraced it. Yeah. And so it was totally just, you know, to me, I was like, oh, this must be like preemptive cover for fossil fuel companies actually pushing for things in the stimulus package, which, of course, it was and they were. And now after, you know, two months of fossil fuel companies, total pandemic Christmas, including publicly traded oil and gas and coal companies getting small business administration loans through the COVID package. (laughs) Somehow, somehow that worked out. Um, Now they're saying, oh, you know, 
hey, if you don't like this quarantine, just wait until the Democrats get a hold of you and push their radical climate agenda. As though any Democrat ever and or any climate activist ever has said that the solution to climate change is... Um, radical self-sacrifice and you know what I mean it's like if anything people have argued against that (laughs) and meanwhile like who's who is benefiting from the most quote-unquote socialist policies the fucking fossil fuel industry like okay if you don't want there to be government support of any kind or else that's being socialist let's stop giving billions of dollars to the oil and gas industry and let them operate by the market forces they claim to love so much right Right, that's it for this coffee break. We hope you enjoyed it. If you spot a story that you want us to discuss or take a look at, tweet at us at Real Hot Take. Hey, Amy. You know, coffee has a rough time in my house. It gets mugged every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's hilarious. I did not know where that was going.